Get ready for the greatest roast of all time. The Roast of Tom Brady. A Netflix live event happening May 5th. Hosted by Kevin Hart, the seven-time world champion gets his cleats held to the fire by famous friends and frenemies on an unforgettable night where everything is fair game. Tune in on May 5th at 5 p.m. Pacific time for The Roast of Tom Brady, live only on Netflix. You ready? Showtime. On May 3rd, summer starts with The Fall Guy. What are you doing later? Let's drink a spicy margarita. Make some bad decisions. Yes! Audiences are falling in love with the most entertaining film of the year. Fall guy. Fall guy. Fall guy. That's what the poster said. See Ryan Gosling and Emily Blunt in the movie critics say exists to make you happy. Trying to make it out? Nope. Because I don't either. It's not what I'm into right now. What are you into? Talking. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the Fall Guy. Only in theaters May 3rd. Read it PG-13. What's up, Boston sports fans? Jimmy T here, and I have a couple questions for you. First, do you want to get killer seats to your favorite team for the price of a beer or a pizza? Second. Are you tired of paying for all the inflated markups from brokers or last-minute convenience charges that turns your ticket purchase into a mortgage payment? The answer, of course. Then you need to listen up about 1 in 100. Go to onein100.co right now. Well, the Celtics certainly have fun here at TD Garden. You could feel it before the game. You felt it in practice, and you also felt it in the locker room, right, Jimmy? Oh, you know, yeah. A lot of laughs, oh, a, lot of a lot of joking around, especially between was it Tatum, uh, Kyrie Irving, a lot of laughs and joking you around. Smile Everyone at Kyrie? in really good mood. Yeah, he was smiling up until he got to the scrum. That's what it is. As soon as he gets in the scrum, True. it's full Kyrie mode. True. But uh, and that was a short-lived scrum, but uh, we can that get was, into that in a little that bit. That was tough. I, I wonder what he said because I was over with Al Horford Not at much. the time, so he didn't Not say much. much. All right, well, <laughs> nonetheless. Um, a lot of positive vibes in this one, but what happens Sunday if they were to drop a game against a team like the Houston Rockets? Are we back at square one, or could we be talking about this point of the season being that game that really brought this team together and, and made it the uh, quote-unquote fifth, I don't know, turning point at this point <laughs> of the season? Because we've been asking this question all year long. Exactly. That's, you, you just nailed it. I mean, we've, we've said this a few times this year, you know, oh, big, you know, big this win, quote-unquote. Turning unquote. point, right. You know, have they finally figured it out? Is this the team that we thought we were going to see all year? So I'm not ready to say that, obviously. The Wizards are what they are. They're most likely not a playoff team. They don't have John Wall, yada, yada, yada. Right. Not, not um, the same, same team that, that they were. That yeah. being said, I mean, it, it, is, it is big to just get, get the losing streak over with, get the win, and go into Sunday against a really good Rockets team, against one of the best players that we've seen in a very, very long time in, in James in, Harden. In the world, yeah. yeah. He's pretty and, good. Yeah, he's, he's above average. And go in there with you know a little bit of momentum. I, I don't believe a ton in momentum from game to game, but I, I think it's obviously – better to mm-hmm. go in with a win than go in with another L on your on your name. So right. that being said, um, it's just good to see the players like somewhat happy in the locker room because mm-hmm. we've been in the locker room all year and it just feels like it's almost like a Morgan there sometimes. Mm-hmm. I mean, even after a win sometimes. Right. Well, I was going to say, especially after losses, though. Like, most of the time after a win, you still kind of – It's kind of quiet. It's still kind of light. You hear some chatter. But, yeah. I mean – after this game, this game you I, could I tell haven't heard they that were, many last in that locker room in a long time. You could tell that I think you know the the losing streak kind of got to them, and they were really, really looking to win this mm-hmm. game. And I think it was a relief for them. And yeah, there was there was some you know chat, you know, some laughter going on. There was a little bit of happiness, dare I say, mm-hmm. and and it's good to see that because that's what you want. I mean, that's what you need. I mean, if you're going to go anywhere in the playoffs, you need to be a team on the court and a team off the court. You need to be in there for each other. These guys got to be like your brothers out there. So. You need to build that, and there's not a lot of time left, so take it any way you can. This segment is powered by 1in100. Head over to clnsmedia.com slash 
Celtics raffle, and you can win tickets to actually see that matinee matchup against okay. the Rockets. All you got to do is head over to clnsmedia.com slash Celtics raffle. Jimmy, um, you, you talk about the, the attitude in the locker room, but I think in practice and what the players had to say to the to the media, specifically mm -hmm. Marcus Morris, when he talked about how, look, this is my job to sort of get these guys bring back the on soul track, back? bring the soul back. Soul he said he got his swag back after the game. <laughs> yeah. I love these quotes, man. This is the kind of quotes that I want to hear from the leaders. You're not going to hear that stuff from Al Horford. You're definitely not going to hear that from Kyrie Irving. Kyrie Irving fans, that's not a knock on him. It's just not who he necessarily yeah. is. Right. But hearing that from someone like Marcus Morris, I just feel like that's sort of his role. I mean, he's that third veteran leader who yeah. doesn't always say a whole lot, but when he does speak, it, it, it resonates. I agree with you right there. Um, I, I think a lot of the Celtics' best players, they're not the vocal type of leaders that you, that you would come to expect. That's where Morris comes in. Mm -hmm. Like, you're not really hearing it from Kyrie, you're not hearing from Morphe, you're not hearing from Hayward. Right, exactly. Um, so there's Morris, a guy who's been very animated over his career, never been shy about anything right. on the court or off the court, and he it's good. I, I think he's, I think he's got the right attitude, and I think that's something that the young guys can really look towards and, and, and feed off of that, you know, mentality that he has. Mm -hmm. You know, you can sometimes, you know, Kyrie says, oh, you know, what's, what happens, what's being said in the media gets back to the players. Well, then in that, if that's the case, then it's good for what Morris is saying because mm -hmm. His players might see those quotes on Twitter or wherever it might be, and they might get fired up over that, and that might go into the next game with that. So it's good to hear that. I, and, 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 again, it's after a win. Everything's great after a win. Sometimes you want to see how these guys are going to respond after a loss. And, and so far this year, it hasn't been great. I don't think that they've had a lot of resiliency after some bad losses. Mm -hmm. So I think that's something that they need to, they need to get over. But, you know, Friday night came off, came off of a W. Everyone's happy. So see if they can build off that. All right, finally. What's the happiest thing Kyrie Irving said in that scrum? I'm dying to know, man. He, he said it, uh, the happiest thing he said was probably <laughs> that they, they've played more intense than they have in you know quite some time. All right, let's I mean, see, let's he, see he that said, carries over. That's said, not bad. That's not bad. Yeah, good. He said it without you know looking happy about it, but I think I think he was happy with the W, uh, and, and you know he should be because he didn't have to do it all tonight. Mm -hmm. You know he got it from Smart, he got it from Brown, he got it from these guys that they're gonna need down the stretch. Right. So he should be happy with that W. Right. I'm sure some of his fans are. We'll see if they can carry that on. To Sunday against the Rockets matinee here at TD Garden. And, of course, we got you covered here at CLNS Media. Hey, peeps. I want to let you in on a little secret. The guys over at CLNS actually don't know everything about sports. It's true. We're close, of course, but we're always trying to learn more. And one of my go-to spots for content on all things sports is The Athletic. It's a subscription-based publisher of smarter sports coverage for the diehard fans. And now you can be just like us and subscribe, except you can subscribe for 40% off. Yeah, that's right, 40% off. Go to theathletic.com slash thegarden and get started now. It's legitimately $3 a month, people. That's cheaper than a bad coffee. And you can get to read dudes like Jay King, Jared Weiss, Clevis Murray, all very smart Celtics reporters who I know personally and would vouch for. Heck, two of them were even former CLNS guys. So come on, support the crew. With The Athletic, you won't see annoying pop-ups. You won't see autoplay videos. You won't see ads. Instead, you'll be subscribing to in-depth coverage written by some of the best around. Don't just learn about a signing or a trade. Learn about why and how that trade happened or that signing happened. That's the type of good stuff you're going to get at The Athletic. And for 40% off, subscribers will still have access to the national content. So you get local news and, lo and national news. With more than 650 to 700 new stories published every week across all sports. So, go to theathletic.com slash thegarden, all lowercase, and start your subscription today. That's theathletic.com slash thegarden for 40% off.
So fourth quarter execution certainly played a part in the Celtics win over the Washington Wizards here at TD Garden. However, it wasn't necessarily the last couple of minutes, but more of the first half of that fourth quarter, right, Jimmy? I mean, yeah. the Celtics did go down by a point. It wasn't a huge uh, cause for concern against a team like the Wizards, but you saw them really buckle down defensively, make the stops that they needed to make, and of course run away with the win in that uh, fourth quarter, especially halfway through the fourth and then pretty much throughout the, uh, the, the end of the game. Yeah, I think the word I would use for that fourth quarter is like unique, mm -hmm. I think. It was just different than a lot of the fourth quarters you've seen because quick tell me one thing Kyrie Irving did in the fourth quarter you probably can't I mean he didn't yeah. score he played yeah, he a couple hockey assists sure well, I mean I'm score. not yeah. saying he played poorly I'm just saying right. it wasn't one of those games where they had to ride Kyrie Irving's hot hand mm -hmm. in the fourth quarter it was actually you know a, a player that we haven't talked about late in games much as Jalen Brown he right. played the entire fourth quarter um, meanwhile Marcus Morris sat the entire fourth quarter I thought that was very interesting because there's been some talk about whether or not the Celtics should rearrange their starting lineup and obviously that would be one of the first switches that would be made. Would mm -hmm. be would be uh, Brown going in, Morris coming out. So that was interesting, and I thought Brown really gave them what they needed, which was defensive effort and energy. His his line tonight's not going to jump out at you. Four for thirteen from the field. Obviously not a great shooting night, but he was all over the place. And actually, Marcus Smart said after the game that Jalen Brown, he goes, Jalen Brown kind of looked like me out there on defense. Yeah, it's right. been a while since that. it's right. been a while since I've seen Jalen Brown yeah. play defense like that. So now I think the message is bring it every night. This segment is powered by BetOnline.ag. Right now, when you head to clnsmedia.com slash win and enter the promo code CLNS50, you'll get 50% cash back on your first deposit. Head over to clnsmedia.com slash win. Mm. Um, that's, you know, that's a really good point, Jimmy, that you bring that up because people are sort of they're thinking that that's going <laughs> to, of course, like, you <laughs> love that, right? Um, people are thinking that, that that's, that's inevitable, that that switch has to happen, that Jalen Brown, because he's been playing so well, especially on the offensive end, that he's just bound to take over the starting spot over Marcus Morris. I'm still not too crazy about that. I thought Marcus Morris overall did play a good game. I mean, he only played three quarters, so I think it speaks volumes as to how efficient he was offensively. I, I don't, I'm not crazy about switching up the starting five, but when Jalen Brown is playing this well, I mean, it's kind of hard not to, you know, agree with that, uh, agree with that argument. I mean, I, I think you have to at least consider it because they, the Celtics before this win, they losers of four in a row, mm -hmm. looked very bad. Uh, and I think it's – I don't I don't say you make a move like that because I got out of panic. I just think it's been a long time coming. Marcus Morris hasn't had the hot hand that he had the first half of the season. He's been pretty cold since the All-Star break. And that's just something that you could consider. And I thought tonight was a good look at what that would look like because because Brown was playing extended minutes with that unit. Um, so it's something that I'm going to keep my eye on. I, I wouldn't I wouldn't hate it if, if, if they tried it. Mm -hmm. But I think it's something that if they're going to do – Sooner than later, because you're under 20 games left now into the regular season. Right. If you're going to make some pretty big changes to your lineup, you want to get those guys reacclimated. You want to that their momentum roles. heading into exactly. the postseason, absolutely. Yeah. All right. Well, we'll see what happens. Uh, real quick, though, Gordon Hayward coming off the bench. They didn't really do a lot, whole that, lot in this game. You know, it's kind of a tough game for him. You know, you saw everyone else feeling it. He couldn't really find his offense much. I mean, what does that say about the second unit? If the if that switch were to happen, how does well, that, that kind of pan it's out? It's tough because a lot of people are saying, "Oh, put Gordon Hayward back in the starting lineup mm -hmm. too." But I'm still, I'm still looking for him to be just more aggressive. And, and it, what stinks is that I thought the All Star break came with the worst time for him because mm -hmm. he had he was averaging 17 points over his last five going into the All Star break. And now it seems like he's sort of taking a back seat a little bit Pulled again. Pulled him off. Exactly, yeah. yeah. So I think he needs to just get back in the in the swing of things, find his shot, be a little bit more aggressive. Sometimes you got, they might not be drawing up plays for you, but they're not drawing up plays every, every single time down the court either. Mm -hmm. you got to find your shot. you got to be aggressive. You can't tell me in Utah he wasn't looking for his shot all the right. time. So, yeah. yeah, of course, different roster here, and he's not the number one option. 
but at some point you have to just be a little bit of aggressive and get yourself going. Well, one thing I agree with is if you're the if you're doing your thing defensively like Jalen Brown was, yeah. you should be rewarded like that. And that's exactly yeah. what Brad Stevens did in this fourth quarter. We'll see if we can see the same thing Sunday in a matinee matchup here at TD Garden against the Rockets, and we'll see you then.